Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at mmchurch. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. If you are able to, I'm going to put it up here on the screen. This is uh, Mark chapter number four. I'm beginning with verse number 35. I'm sure this is a familiar portion of scripture to many of us, but let's read it together. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. How many are ready to cross over to the other side where the blessings flow? Huh? Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. Verse 37 tells us that a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. That means it was uh, filling up with water. They were going to capsize and possibly sink. It was already filling. Verse 38 says, but he was in the stern, and guess what he was doing? He was asleep on a pillow. He wasn't just conked out, laying against a hard piece of wood. He had a pillow. He got himself comfortable, laid down in the bow of that boat, curled up with a nice, fluffy, down-filled pillow, and took a snooze while everyone else was trying to stay alive. I wonder how many of us have felt, especially possibly this year, that while we were struggling to survive, Jesus was asleep in our life? Just a question, just a thought. He was in the stern asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him, and they said, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Um, you know, and we're reading this, and we read this story a lot, but you know, if you really personalize this, how many times uh, have, we may not have said the words, but we've had the attitude of, where are you? God, where are you? Why are you not helping me? Why are you not touching me? Why are you not straightening this situation out for me? We feel like that sometimes, don't we? But listen to what happened. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Look at verse 39 now. He arose and he rebuked the wind. He took care of the problem, but he didn't finish taking care of the problem until he looked back at them. He said to the, to the sea, peace be still, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And then he asked two questions. These are two questions that I think we should answer this coming year. Number one, why are you so fearful? Number two, how is it that you have no faith? Those are interesting statements. It's also interesting, and I want to point out the difference in the questions. Because question number one is, why are you so fearful? Indicating that you really shouldn't be. Question number two is, how is it? Now, when you say, how is it? It's because it's hard to understand why this is happening like this. How is it that you have no faith? You have seen all the miracles that I've done in the past. You have been with me night and day. You watched me feed people with a couple of loaves of bread and a few fish. You watched me heal the sick. You even watched me raise the dead. How is it 
After all you have seen and experienced in your walk with me, how is it that now you have no faith? Good. And I think Jesus needs to ask us that question today. As we come out of 2020 and into 2021, and already the doomsayers are alive and well, and some of you, I'm sure, have seen the meme where 2020, going into 2021, the meme has the, the, the numbers 2020 and then the word one. That's how you say 2021, which means 2020 was victorious and defeating us. No, it was not. How is it that we would enter into a new year and have no faith that God is going to work the supernatural and the miraculous in our midst this year. Yes. How is it that you don't have faith for that? How is it that you have no faith? Then the Bible says, and they feared exceedingly. And they said to one another, who can this be? Oh. Thoughts are just flooding my mind now that are not in my notes. It wasn't there when I put the notes together. Who can this... Do we not know Him yet? Do we not know that He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the King of glory, the Master of the universe, the Maker of all things, the Molder of our emotions, of our hearts, of our lives, of our minds? Do we not know who He is yet? Hallelujah. Of course the sea will obey him. The dead get up and walk when he speaks to them. Praise God. I want to talk to you today about crossing over to the other side. That's what they were doing when all this took place. Crossing over to the other side. I don't know if you make New Year's resolutions. Um, I kind of do. Um, I think New Year is a good time to start regrouping, look at past failures, look at past shortcomings and correct them. I think it's a good time. I think every day is a good time to do that, actually. But New Year, obviously, is a, is a big day. Uh, Jonathan Edwards uh, said this. He, makes, he made two resolutions, and this is what he said. He said, resolution number one, I will live for God. If we could just make that resolution, everything else kind of falls into place, doesn't it? I will live for God. Say it with me. I will... Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Say it with me if you, mean, if you mean it. Don't just say it with me out of videos. All right? I, I'm not going to close my eyes. I don't want to see whose lips are moving or whose lips aren't moving. I don't want you to say it unless you can make this resolution. I will live for God. Resolution number two, you need to make this one also. His second, second resolution was, if no one else does, I still will. <laughs> huh? If no one else does it, I am going to live for God. Let me give you just a little bit of background of our story today real quickly. Jesus was, uh, this is the uh, uh, story where Jesus was on the seashore. The multitudes gathered around him to listen to his teachings. And so he got himself on a boat and the boat went out into the, uh, into the bay just a little bit. And all the people sat on the, on, the, on the bank and he preached from the boat and taught from the boat. 
and taught some very powerful lessons on that particular day. That was the day that he taught about the seed and the sower and the different types of seed that grows, and I encourage you to read those and study those um, those parables. Uh, the good, good, good seed, a seed fell on the good ground, fell on the stony ground, you know, that, that parable. Uh, one of the parables he talked about that day was the parable of, uh, of the light being hidden under a, under a bushel. Uh, we, can't, we have to put our light on a lampstand. Don't hide your Christianity. Don't be afraid to project your Christianity. Don't be afraid to live your Christianity. Amen? Go ahead and clap. That's okay. Live your Christianity. And everything was good. I mean, what, how awesome is it to sit down and listen to Jesus talk about some of these things? The sower and the seed and the, you know, the light. Just, just, they, they, were, they were awed by him and enraptured by him. And then when he was all done, he said to his apostles who were in the boat with him, he said, let's go, let's cross over to the other side. And obviously they're going to do it. I mean, this is Jesus. Let's cross over to the other side. So they start crossing over to the other side. Now listen, I'm about ready to cross over to the other side of something. 2020 is, I'm ready to let it go. Amen? How many want to cross over to something better? How many of you think if we can just cross over, things will get better? How many of you think, how many of you believe things are going to get better? Amen. <laughs> Amen. How many of you know for sure? <laughs> how, many, how many are going to live for God even if it doesn't? Sister, uh, Sister Judy Schwartz, who's not with us this morning, she's um, uh, feeling a little under the weather. Same with Sister Suzanne Mucci, keep these people in prayer. Sister Suzanne had a, um, uh, you hear our kids, by the way, one of our first goals here, one of our first goals for this new year is to get our nursery up and running with a screen down there where the service is being broadcast so that you can take your kids into a nursery and still watch the service. Isn't that going to be a good thing? That's going to be a good thing. And I'm not complaining about the kids. Kids are kids. You know, I, sometimes we get embarrassed, our kids act up. I'm, listen, we're doing the best we can right now. Right, we're all limping along here through this COVID stuff and figuring things out. And we can't have Sunday school right now. We have no nursery right now. We can't, but we're going to open up the nursery, make it large enough for kids to get down there and parents to take their kids down there, still social distance, and be able to watch the service on the screens. All right, that's what we're working towards. Amen. Where was I? Who's listening to me preach today? They can tell me where I was. Nobody. So I can start all over again. You're okay with that, right? <laughs> All right, let me just pick up somewhere. Listen, we don't know what 2021 holds. We are hopeful it's going to get better. So far, it's not. We're three, what is this? Is this the third or second? Third. We're three days into it. It ain't any better yet for me. Yeah? I don't know what's going to happen. But when Jesus says, hey, let's cross over to the other side, you got to believe it's going to get better than what we just saw. We just saw the multitudes being taught these beautiful lessons, and now Jesus wants to cross over to the other side. The problem is, while we're crossing over to the other side, the storms are raging, and he is sleeping. And I don't know about you, but there's been a few days during this pandemic that I felt like Jesus was sleeping somewhere and not seeing what's really going on in my life. Can you say amen? COVID-19 has taken its toll. 
financially on some, on many, emotionally on many. People are torn up, broken relationships because of the stress. We don't even realize it's because of the stress of what we've been through, what we're going through. Businesses are struggling. We've had to fight through, resist, hold on, and struggle with all the things that are going on in life to try to live for God. We set up rules and regulations in the house of God that we can and cannot do. We worship God with masks on. It's uncomfortable. We sit away from each other. We don't shake hands. We have no... It's difficult. Come on now. And we just want to get to the other side. But... In getting to the other side, where is Jesus? If you look closely, he's there. He's just asleep. <laughs> he's, he's just asleep. And so we have all of these things happening in our lives. All of these things. And aside from COVID-19, I don't mean to focus on COVID-19 like that's the first thing that's ever gone wrong for any of us. Come on, long before COVID-19 got here, we struggled with stuff. Huh? We had sicknesses and disease. COVID-19 isn't the first sickness to affect the population. We had broken homes before COVID-19 hit. We had divorce rates high before COVID-19 hit. We had sick children before COVID-19. COVID-19 is not the real problem. But let me say this. From births to deaths to sicknesses to diseases to situations to hurts to angers to anything you can imagine... All of these things shape us, don't they? Well, that was a trick question. Because it is not the things in your life that shape you. It is not the things that happen to you in your life that shape you. It is how you react to the things happening in your life that shape you. Hallelujah. Because let's face it, the rain falls on the just and on the unjust. So that means you can have the rain fall on you and still be just, or you can have the rain fall on you, cause you to become unjust. It's not what's happening, it's your response to what's happening. And I'll give you an example. This happened just uh, New Year's Day, actually. New Year's Day, this happened to me. Uh, as you know, we have been struggling for months now with our digital sound system. And it went on the blink. And I'll just give you a quick rundown of what we've been through. It went on the blink. blink. Thank God for my son-in-law, Michael, who is a, he's just a whiz with computer technology, all that stuff. He went to work on it. He worked on it. He worked on computers. He worked on the system. We contacted the, the, the company that makes the thing, they worked with us over the phone on how to, what to try, what to get. We could not get it to work. They told us to send it in. We packed, packaged it all up, sent it out. They took it. They said they fixed it. They sent it back to us. We hooked it up. It did not work. We, they, I got back on the phone with them. We talked. We tried other things. They said, send it back to us again. We sent it. It's getting old, isn't it? We sent it back again. They sent back a note that we have hooked it up. We replaced this. We fixed this. And we hooked it up. We hooked it up to a Windows computer and we got connection. And then we hooked it up to a Mac and we got connection. So you're all set. So they sent it back and we bought a, even a new computer for it. And the new computer arrived just before the holiday and the system came back just before the holiday. And I thought that's what I'm going to, because I had no plans for New Year's Day, except to, I'll start working on this. So I set it up my poor wife's dining room is just covered with 
sound equipment and computer equipment. As I set it up on Christmas Day or New Year's Day and I got it all hooked up and I turned it on and guess what? It didn't work. <laughs> I looked at that and I thought, you got to be kidding. I was so discouraged and so distraught. I just got up. I walked out of the room. I said, forget it. I can't deal with it anymore. And I waited about an hour or so. I thought, let me go back and look at a few things, try to figure out some things. And I looked up and I found some info. Do you mind me just rambling for a minute? I'll tell you what I went through to, to, to get you to the point to where something hit me. And I got online and I did some searching and I found some information. I had to update this driver and this thing and I did all that stuff. And sure enough, I thought they, they said, now you will have the connection. And I did all that and it worked exactly the way it said it was supposed to. And the new drivers were there and it was exactly like they showed on the, on the YouTube video. And bam, I turned it on, no connection. And I walked away so discouraged because I thought today, we, I, I was ready to come over, set it all up for today. Have our new, our, you know, our, our, our old system all new again. <laughs> and uh, it didn't work. And I was so discouraged. And I, I just walked out of the room and I sat down. I don't even know. I went to the kitchen. I forget what I was doing. But I felt so downcast. So discouraged with this. And my day was ruined. I just, I, I had no desire to do anything. Just... It's a wasted day. I'm just tired of this. So tired. Of and all of a sudden it dawned on me. This is even before I got the, one of the reasons this is in my notes is because of this. All of a sudden it dawned on me. I thought, wait a second. How happy would I be right now if I turned that thing on and it connected and worked? I would be on top of the world. I would say, come on, honey. Well, I never call her honey, but <laughs> those, those of you that know me, I don't have I'm not a pet name kind of guy. <laughs> I would have said, come on, Sue, let's go get a cup of coffee. Yet. Let's, take our, let's do something. I, the, the system worked. I'm, I feel like I'm on top of the world. That's how I would feel if everything went my way. But things didn't go my way, and all of a sudden it hit me. Wait a second. If you would act like that and feel that way if things went your way, why don't you act like that and feel like that whether they go your way or not? And I decided right then that that problem was not going to affect the rest of my day. That problem is not going to control my afternoon. And I determined I'm going to act and carry on like it works. Can you say amen? How many times do the things of life dictate how we feel? It is not the things in life that shape us. It is our response to the things in life that shape us. Can someone say amen? So here they are. They're in this ship. They're in this boat. The storms are raging. Everything's going wrong. And they are having a problem because he seems to be asleep. And they wake him up. And he has two questions for him. Two questions. He hasn't even calmed the storm yet. But I, let, let me, wait a let me, bear with me for one second. Great wind storm rose. They woke him up. Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? He, he did calm the storm first. Yeah, he did. Okay, I was going to say he didn't even calm the storm yet, but he did. He calmed the storm. And then after he calmed the storm, he looks back at them and he says, What is your problem? <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Let me see what he said. He said, why are you so fearful? 
Why are you so fearful? Why are you afraid of what might happen here? Just because things are going, appear to be going south. Anybody have things appear to be going south in their life? Anybody have situations in their life that seem to be a bit out of control? Why are you fearful? And then he said, how is it that you have no faith? How is it? And again, the how is it is an interesting way of saying the question because he can't, it's like he can't put together the fact that you have seen everything I have done. You have watched me work the miraculous. You have seen me raise the dead, feed 5,000, heal blinded eyes. How is it that you know who I am and all that I can do and now you're facing this circumstance with no faith? How is that? How is that possible? That after all you've seen me do, you can go into this circumstance with doubt. Interesting question, isn't it? The storms in life that we face, they test us. They test us. In fact, I preached about that not too long ago. The test, testing of your faith. So how is it that you responded the way you did? How is it that you developed a bad attitude? How is it that you stopped praying? How is it that you stopped going to church? How is it that you stopped caring about? How is it that you started living the way you're living? How is it when you have known who I am? That's the question for 2021. How is it that we would go into this year with any kind of fear, doubt, or wonder about anything other than when is revival going to hit us? Because it's coming. Amen. What service is it going to be that things explode? That's the, that's the, that's the approach I want to go into 2021 with. What day is it going to be when the Holy Ghost gets outpoured in such a great way that a baptism is not a single baptism at the church, but a line of people wanting to get baptized? When is it that the altars will be opened back up and people will be down here and it won't be one man be down here alone being filled with the Holy Ghost? It'll be the masses coming wanting to hold, get a hold of something from God. How is it that we doubt that? <laughs> Praise God. So if you think calming the storms in your life is the answer, and if Jesus would just take care of this problem, all my problems would be over. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. Man, when he stood up and said, peace be still, everything was good. Life is just grand now. Do you know what happened when he got to the other side? Anybody here know, familiar enough with this story? Don't be, don't, don't, if you don't raise your hand, don't worry about it. I wouldn't know. There's so many stories of him crossing the sea. I don't know which one this is. This is the one where he crossed the sea. And while he was crossing the sea, he fell asleep with a pillow on the boat. While they, while they were perishing, they woke him up. They were filled with doubt and fear. He corrected them. He upbraided them for having such a poor attitude. And then he 
Then he said, come on, we'll finish the trip now. Let's get to the other side. Guess what happened when they got to the other side? They met a demoniac from Gadara. <laughs> so you wanted the storm to stop, and guess what just happens? <laughs> the storm stops, and he brings you to a demoniac. Deal with this now. You thought the storm was bad. Look at this guy. He's breaking chains. They can't hold him down. And it's your job now to come here with me and take care of this problem. Huh? Are we not looking for the kind of peace where God does everything for us and makes our life nice and smooth and cushy so that we can sit down and relax and just enjoy life and be blessed and reap in the, the harvest of, of blessings and goodness? Or are we looking for the kind of deliverance that brings us to the other side where people have needs and people are bound and people are struggling and they need somebody that can deliver them and the only ones that can deliver them are the people who have been through the storm and know how powerful he is. Hallelujah. And so I say 2021, bring me to the lost. Bring me to the dying. Bring me to the bound. Bring me to the hurting. And let me bring to them something that I found when I was in the midst of my storm. A Jesus who can heal your body, mind, and soul. Hallelujah. And I close today by saying this. I know a man. I know a man. He has been with me from the day I got into this boat. His name is Jesus. Let the storms come. He's in my boat. I'm okay. And if you need a Savior like that, I promise you, He'll be that kind of Savior for you too. If you are the one in chains bound by sin in this world, Jesus is your answer. Jesus is your answer. There is no God but Jesus. There is no Lord that can deliver like Jesus. He is the answer. And so it's time for us to cross over into a new year, into a new mission with a new purpose. To seek and to find the demoniacs of Gadara and set them free. Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, and if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 10.30 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you, and God bless.